This is the Tom Bigby Tales, and I'm your host, Shannon Evans. I write about a small town in northeast Mississippi on the Tom Bigby River called Columbus, and sometimes I write about the rest of the state. Tonight, I'm here to bring my fellow Lowndes County um, former resident, Bernie Ellis, whose family has been here for seven generations. He is a graduate of Vanderbilt, UT Austin, Stanford, and UC Berkeley. Bernie, tell us a little bit more about your background, because I know you as Dr. Ellis. Um, well, I, first of all, thank you for having me on. Um, I uh, am a retired epidemiologist. I had about a 40-year career um, uh, starting when I helped run the federal government's anti-tobacco effort at the National Cancer Institute in the uh, Carter administration, um, and then uh, moved to the early moved to working uh, on the early days of the HIV/AIDS uh, epidemic as a program director, both in Tennessee and at the Centers for Disease Control. Uh, and in 1991, New Mexico recruited me to set up what turned out to be the first research unit within any state Department of Health to look at substance abuse as a public health problem. So that was a, a very interesting period. Um, uh, I've been retired now for about a decade and um, uh, now live um, in uh, Taos County, New Mexico, where I raise uh, high-quality Timothy Clover hay um, and do a variety of uh, volunteer efforts uh, with the local uh, tribes and communities. Wow, so you have a very extensive background. Oh, I would say uh, that happens when you're overeducated and live to be 74. <laughs> well, I want to talk about the W. You and I have been having some interesting conversations and with with each other and other people and people in our community. What is your interest in the success of the W? Well, I, I think like um, all Lowndes Countyans, uh, I have a number of uh, family members who were educated there, um, including a distant male relative who I think was in the first class to graduate males from the W. Um, so I have that experience, but regardless of uh, family connections, um, anyone who grew up in Columbus um, should be very proud that uh, we have two um, uh, amazing distinctions. Uh, the first is uh, that Franklin Academy was the first public uh, school um, chartered anywhere in the state of Mississippi. Um, before that, uh, children either were educated at home <clears throat> or in privately funded schools. And then second, the W, uh, as we all know, was the first publicly funded college for women anywhere in the country, and I dare say perhaps anywhere in the world. Um, again, before the W, um, uh, if women wanted to be college educated, they needed to be from families with sufficient wealth to be able to send them to private schools. So the W's role in helping, uh, helping crack the educational glass ceiling for women and thereby allowing women to begin to move beyond their role as chattel uh, is something we all should be proud of. And uh, in my professional career, um, I've often, you know, had to deal with prejudices about Mississippi, uninformed prejudices about Mississippi, and to be able to call on those two facts um, uh, normally uh, quieted, uh, you know, who, uh, 
of my uninformed opponents in those discussions. So I think we all have a um, a real stake in uh, supporting the W and getting it through what appears to be a serious crisis in mismanagement and misplaced priorities right now. Can you uh, elaborate more on what you what you mean by uh, mismanagement and misplaced priorities? Well, I can. Uh, I, I imagine I, I became informed of the, the name change uh, brouhaha through um, uh, one of my uh, high school classmates who was a W graduate and probably read the first information on her Facebook page. And so as I followed up myself and, and engaged in the local debate there, um, one of the things that struck me uh, immediately um, when um, when I watched the uh, live uh, uh, broadcast by WCBI at the initial naming uh, colloquium when the Brightwell name was floated. Well, uh, in reading the comments, uh, as I remember, there perhaps was only one person who was defending the decision. Uh, one student after another, one al alumna after another, one community member after another was just aghast at, at what was going on. So um, the Clarion Ledger uh, newspaper ran a, an online poll where they asked people to um, uh, vote yay or nay on the Brightwell name. And I think the poll ended up getting over 11,000 respondents with a greater than 80% opposition. Uh, and as I, as I read the comments um, that were posted with that poll, I'd like to read, if, if we've got the time, Absolutely. What, a current, yeah, what a current W student posted. And all I know is her first name is Haley. She didn't post her last name. Um, and this is, uh, this is what Haley wrote. The problem is not the name. The problem is the people who follow me to my car. The problem is the beggars who have literally cornered me inside the gate to beg for money. The problem is the out-of-date dorms. The problem is how my friend in the honors dorm constantly has no uh, air conditioning or heating due to it breaking down all the time. And the best uh, the W could do was give her a roll-around heater. The problem is how nobody wants to dorm in the back dorms due to everything that happens back there. The problem is how the gates are not truly secured at night. The problem is the lack of communication between departments and offices. And then it's somehow my fault as the student when something goes wrong and no one communicated that to me. The problem is how no one listens to our complaints and just assumes the reason no one wants to enroll is something as stupid as, a, as our name. I literally hear, I hear students beg their friends all of the time saying this campus is unsafe, go somewhere else, but go ahead and change the name. I'm sure it magically fixes everything else. I'm so tired of this campus refusing to take care of its students, but it gladly will waste this much money on rebranding. And that's the end of her statement. Um, and, you know, that just floored me when I read that. And um, ever since, I have reposted this student's comments a number of times, and I have yet to have anyone either involved uh, in the management of the university or defending the name change to respond to these comments. Instead, what I've seen are uh, dozens, if not hundreds, of, of comments in, in the various um, 
you know, places where this issue is being discussed, validating these concerns. And, um, you know, uh, changing a name is putting a lipstick on a very obese pig. Um, and uh, if anything, uh, will depress applications rather than address um, the uh, application decline. So um, that's what I mean by, by misplaced priorities. Um, you know, students are not applying because, uh, high school students aren't applying because their upperclassmen at the W are saying, go somewhere where it's safe to walk the campus. Go somewhere where the rooms have heat and air conditioning. I mean, uh, come on, uh, administration, listen to your students. And, uh, you know, one thing I didn't mention uh, in, in my career is I actually started my career um, at Vanderbilt um, as the assistant dean of admissions. So I, I held that position for three years. Um, before uh, entering graduate school. So I'm intimately familiar with the process of, you know, informing and recruiting students into colleges and the, the challenges thereof. <clears throat> and unlike the W uh, at Vanderbilt, we had an administration that listened to its students. Um, and address their concerns while I was a student at Vandy. Um, and, and my cadre of students were quite concerned about, you know, how universities manage themselves, how may, you know, decisions are made. Our chancellor listened to us and actually made, along with our uh, faculty senate, made students active and voting members of every university committee. Uh, I was made a voting member along with two other students of the university's admissions committee. And at the time, Vanderbilt admitted uh, three males for every female. And the students on that committee successfully argued that we were uh, diminishing the quality of our student body by setting different standards for males versus females, got the university to change that policy. Um, and the quality of, of uh, incoming students was enhanced overnight. Um, I also, when I took the job as the assistant dean, was assigned the task of uh, recruiting and enrolling minority students at a time when you know, colleges in the South were really just integrating. So I'm aware of, you know, the challenges of, um, uh, you know, addressing students' concerns about an institution. Um, and, you know, what, of course, what Vanderbilt was fortunate to be able to do was to say, you know, hey, we're the first university in the South to have offered athletic scholarships to black athletes. Uh, we beat everyone else in the Southeastern Conference doing that. Um, so, you know, you, you, you go with your strengths, uh, and I think the W has amazing, um, has a, a cadre of strengths that are literally being ignored rather than emphasized. And the two that I would focus on clearly are uh, the historic nature of the college. And, and secondly, the fact that the W has admitted men for 40 years. Um, and a number of those men are uh, quite vocal supporters of the W and, and quite vocal supporters of not changing the name. So, um, you know, the, the, uh, issues th uh, that need to be addressed are the ones being ignored. Um, and frankly, um, uh, the uh, president and others are hanging their hats on a name change, suddenly, you know, changing the per perception of the university. 
um, in, in terms of the applicant pool. What it's going to do is, is depress the number of applications. No one applies to a college they've never heard of. Um, you know, Mississippi Brightwell or whatever they call it. You don't apply to a school you know nothing about. And any interaction with potential students is is immediately going to pivot to, well, we used to be Mississippi University for Women. Um, and I imagined a conversation there where a student would say, okay, I've heard of the W and I've heard of your groundbreaking work. Why on earth would you change your name to get away from that? Um, and the conversation proceeding with this fictitious student to say, but, you know, I also know people who've gone there uh, who either have transferred or are planning to transfer because of the dismal state of the campus. So those are the conversations that, that are going to take place. And the presence of a new name um, won't change that conversation other than perhaps to confuse applicants and depress the applicant pool. Well, you know, I, I, I think all of this is is clearly part of the problem. Uh, it's my understanding, and I do not have this actually from the W. Uh, I read it in an article. Um, so the validity of it, I cannot vouch for. But based on the number of students I see on campus, I think it might be very close to the truth. Um, I know there are less than 3,000 students enrolled. I'm pretty sure that's the numbers they published. Uh, it's my understanding there were only 88 freshmen who enrolled this past fall. Oh, my God. Now, yeah. Yeah. I could be wrong, but uh, yeah. I got that on pretty good authority. Uh, I've actually seen it in two places. But here's what's really shocking to me. the uh, There have been, well, there was a previous attempt to rename it. I think they were going to call it Renova or something. That's been, I don't know, years ago, maybe 10 years ago, maybe maybe seven or eight. But in the recent times, um, the executive director of university relations, um, and I'm not, I can't remember her last name. Her first name's Annika. Um, she is responsible for two failed naming attempts as the head of marketing and PR. And now we're looking at a possible third with this. It looks like it's going to be Winbridge State University of Mississippi or Winbridge Mississippi State Uni something. They got to have Mississippi in the name or it won't make it through. It still has to make it through the legislature. So whatever they've chosen still has to be, you know, cleared. But how can someone who is allegedly responsible for marketing, PR, the web, all of that, uh, go through this process two times and possibly a third one without listening to any marketing professionals? And now, uh, uh, right. go ahead. Well, uh, or listening to the vast majority of students and alumni and community members all of whom are saying, for a host of reasons, you're going in the wrong direction. Uh, I mean, that's, uh, t to me, the first um, uh, criteria for an effective university administrator is the ability to listen. And uh, from where I sit, um, it definitely looks like there are more than a few people who need to take the cotton out of their ears and put it in their mouths. Um, I mean, uh, all you would need to do <clears throat> is sit in a room for several hours at a computer terminal and count the yays versus nays in, in you know, half a dozen or more um, discussion arenas around this to know they're going in the wrong direction. Um, well, you know, what's interesting I'm, to me is there doesn't appear to be any leadership. I mean, it just seems right. to be, let's throw a dart, and then we'll put we'll put Nora Miller up, no, another W grad who's the president, but I don't see any leadership. She just goes up and goes, okay, we've come up with a name, and well, we're going to reveal it, and then after 18 months, 
everybody went, what in the hell did you come up with in Brightwell? I mean, it sounds like we're all going to a dental school now. And then, you know, we've gone through two marketing teams, 24 months, how many thousands of dollars? And, and the irreparable, probably, damage to the university's reputation and its good name. And you've burned through so many alumni who are just appalled. And then, you know, add to that, now they've hired someone to do branding. I guess they're doing internal branding. I'm not really sure. The W made a big announcement of this person. And yet, when you go to look, they have absolutely no experience with branding of a university or a large corporate entity. They don't really even have a web presence. They, they Their statement is they don't need a web presence because they do everything by word of mouth. And But there's nothing that validates why this person is the person for the job, except she's a third generation W graduate. You know what? Well, and, I'm a yeah. third generation, but and I've and I've written books on search engine optimization, and I've worked at colleges and universities as, in various roles. I've worked in uh, I've I've worked in recruiting. I've worked in uh, admissions. I've worked in. I mean, I've worked for some major universities doing instructional design teams and building platforms of for students for online learning. No way in the world does any of that make me qualified to be branding a university and, well and my frustration again from from a distance um was seeing how um a much larger team of um competent and experienced marketing professionals um pulled together the campaign uh to to change it, the name to the W Mississippi University, um, and even though they were given uh, and put together an excellent uh, visual presentation, um, and even though they, with much effort, were given an audience, um, their suggestion was summarily dismissed. It's my so, understanding that that's the person that they pulled on to do the branding now, and is absolutely in love with Windbridge or whatever because it's a W. So now, right. so now rather they've, I don't know, we could say sh this person has gone to the dark side. I don't know. <laughs> right. I, I, I think well, it's, it, it's just, it blows my mind that all of a sudden and, the, the W hired the person who was their loudest person against how they were doing the name change, and then they joined the team. So maybe they think they're going to change it from within. It was a nice presentation, but it was not branding. Right. Well, and and what frustrates me, um, you know, we've got we've got several issues here. You know, one is um, the the loss of current students and the diminishing um, application pool. Um, and that's quite definitely tied to the real issues on campus, which have to do with safety and deteriorating facilities. Um, and, you know, from my perspective, if if the leadership embraced its history, um, uh, its groundbreaking history, rather than run away from it. I mean, I can myself name a number of uh, foundations and women-centered philanthropists, um, and, and quite likely, uh, you know, women-supportive corporations or corporations managed and directed by women, all of whom would be uh, ideal audiences for a massive national fundraising campaign to address some of these fundamental issues. I mean, um, uh, I mean, these days, I, you know, I, I would approach two right off the bat: M Melinda French Gates, who, uh, in her divorce from Bill Gates, got roughly half of his fortune. And, and has already
uh, given away over $3 billion uh, to worthy causes. Um, and these days, with the Super Bowl happening tomorrow, Taylor Swift is a billionaire who's, who's you know, quite uh, uh, women-centric in her career. Um, and I have read, uh, with, with the bat of an eye, has given away over $50 million to the food banks in, in the cities where she's done concerts in this country. Correct. You know, those two people alone have fortunes at their disposal. And if the, if the W would embrace its history, um, they would be willing and receptive audiences. So, but it, uh, it all goes back to what we've touched on several times now, which is mismanagement. Well, um, and, and, and that goes back to, let, let's talk about mismanagement. The foundation that is funding, my understanding, the foundation is what's funding this name change. Um, the foundation had a windfall last year of $25 million in their fundraising. $25 million. So money isn't the issue. How is it being spent? Because how, how was that money spent? Do you uh, other than on the renaming? I, I mean, don't know. Right. I haven't been. I haven't had right. a chance to. I mean, I haven't done an in-depth dive. But right. to my to my knowledge, um, what what is it supposed to be? I mean, enrollment keeps falling, but they have all this money. So you have you have an alumni. Uh, you have the executive director of alumni and development which is a university position. Um, you have an ineffective recruiting. You have an alumni association. That's a distinct entity. Then you have the MUW Foundation, which is a legally separate entity, and its sole purpose is financially supporting the university. So... So, so why aren't the lights on? Why, the, why isn't there heat? You know, why are there no security guards on campus? I mean, again, well, the security um, guards stay in their secure. From my understanding is they they used to be their security guards used to be mobile a lot more and they have golf carts and whatnot. Back in the day, they had cars. I don't know if they still have MUW uh, vehicles. I do see some in golf carts, which is fine. It is a small campus. But um, where you know, they're why are they sitting in their building across from the goose, the 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 student center, instead of moving around and being present and obvious? It seems to be they're in the middle of the campus, and the problems are securing the the peripheral Perimeter. edges. Right. Well, and and it's so frustrating that given that fact, uh, I've read multiple parents posting online that uh, they do have children at the W now, but because of the safety and, and bad dorm situation, they're getting their degrees completely online. I mean, come on, folks. Um, the, the problems are staring you in the face like a beggar who won't take no for an answer. Um, and you're traipsing around spending three quarters of a million dollars to come up with names that, in the case of Brightwell, uh, is English slang for a sex addict. Um, and I understand at least one of the names now being considered uh, might have legal problems because of an author publishing using the same name. So. I mean, even fundamental vetting doesn't seem to be happening. So, um, well, I think, I, you know, with a simple Google search, a friend of mine sent me, she said um, she found a subdivision in, in Georgia, a farm in Pennsylvania, a beer company, a book series, an LLC in Virginia, a financial firm in California, all of them named Winbridge with W-Y-N-B-R-I-D-G-E. It's a copyrighted name in various ways. Right. 
how are how are they going to get around this? This is going to be expensive. It's going to be more than just this branding. It's going to be a nightmare. Right. Well, and uh, uh, I'm communicating with a few of, again, my old high school classmates, um, and, and I'm suggesting, you know, we're at a point with the, the level of frustration among students and alumni and community members that um, the, this next grand reveal of the new name um, is an excellent opportunity for some direct action. Um, and, you know, if I were an, an alum uh, who supported the history of the, of the W and, you know, wanted to keep its name, um, I'd, I'd round up dozens, if not more, of my friends to attend that uh, renaming 2.0 event um, and I would invite television stations to be there. Um, and in mass, um, you know, I would encourage everyone there with me to take out their checkbooks, pull out a check, rip it up, and drop it at Nora's feet. You know, this is, uh, we're frankly, I think, at that point. Where well, um, I, I agree, but how do you address some of the 30, 30 somethings, 30 to 40 somethings who are of the belief that the old guard is just stuck in, in, and want to be the old guard, want to be the old ways? It's not about the old ways. What is what is what is the greater issue here? of why it's the this naming process is just so insulting right well i i and i i would say to those 30 to 40 year old people um you know you're concerned you're you're laying blame on the old guard talk to the students ask them what their priorities are ask them um, in, in one case, I asked them why they're there, and I, I think a significant number of students would say, we're here because of the history, um, and we're also here because, you know, there are uh, excellent programs um, that, that, you know, we came to, to study with. Um, but if you listen to those students, they'll also say, um, but there, you know, there comes a tipping point where you can't get an education if you're worried about your safety. You can't, you know, get an education when you're having to sleep under six blankets at night to keep from freezing to death in your room. I mean, um, the, the, this isn't rocket surgery by any means. And um, if... if um, I uh, really, again, from a distance, I'm holding out hope both that the, the alumni and, and current parents are uh, fed up with this and, and will expand their comments beyond the Internet. Uh, and again, I think, uh, I think uh, when this renaming happens, I think turning that to the advantage of the uh, the real priorities that that need to be addressed, um, you know, is an opportunity that should be taken. And uh, beyond that, and I understand this is going on. I think the real conversations uh, need to be elevated to the legislature, to you know, local legislative leaders, and to the university governance structure of the state. Um, and, and, you know, I wish everyone the best. I, I understand those conversations are going on. So, um, but again, as a, as a proud community member, um, I, you know, the, the monies are being wasted. The priorities are, uh, absolutely upside down. And, um, given your experience and mine, 
a new name is going to make recruitment harder, not easier. Agreed. Um, you know, and so uh, unless, as someone suggested quite darkly, this is an effort to hasten the demise of the W, uh, which I hope is not the case. I, uh, I, have, with, I have asked that in more than one forum. It makes me think that it's well, almost if, as if they want it to fail. I mean, exactly. I mean, this, this, looking uh, at it from a distance, you're doing everything possible to keep the day-to-day -day lives of students unsafe and uncomfortable and, and wasting money on uh, renaming it the university as a toothpaste brand. So, um, you know, I, I'm, again, quite thankful that I dealt with um, – uh, in my own education, undergraduate education, a receptive um, administration who listened to us, uh, shared the yoke of university governance and and uh, you know empowerment with us. And uh, I mean, right now my alma mater is ranked 13th of all universities in the country. And I think it's that history of um, of correct priorities and inclusiveness, um, and um, you know, addressing the real needs that is should be a model for success everywhere, including at the W. Well, you know, and uh, I I often wonder if when the W had started this and before they made their announcement, or maybe as they were making their announcement. People might have been more receptive. Um, the first naming process when they came out with Brightwell, it wasn't on any, it was, wasn't on any form I ever saw. They just pulled that out of their hat. So now they've came back with Windbridge, Wind something, and this made up word that Win is an old English or whatever. It's like it might be Welsh, but um, <laughs> it was a stretch. But okay, they came up with the W name. It might have been more palatable for a lot of people um, if they had, they didn't even give people an option other than their three options. There's no fill in the blank. There's no, none of the above, or you, you, you had to choose one of the three that they gave you, but perhaps if they had stated somewhere in their survey or in one of their announcements that they would sign a pledge that they would still, you know, at least inform incoming freshmen of the rich history of this school. And it's an immensely rich history. I mean, it, nothing else. Put an orientation. It probably already is an orientation. But if they had at least told that to the alumni, then the alumni would, would probably have backed off some and not been so... Uh, so vocal because they feel unheard and they feel forgotten and made pretty much made redundant, just just unimportant. And that the history of those who've come before and the hard things that they fought for at that school. And once they left that school with those educations, they went into certain career fields and they, you know, broke through many ceilings and barriers and they feel like they're forgotten and made unimportant by a sweeping change that gives not even a wink, much less a nod to its rich history. And I think if people, well, if, if they felt heard and seen and remembered, they might have been more, they might have tolerated more of this and then less money would have been wasted on this. And maybe they could have spent it on the students having proper heat and air conditioning and whatever else students need, but primarily they could have concentrated on safety. Well, and, uh, you know, if they had done something as simple as the Clarion Ledger's second poll, um, which is still active now, which gave respondents a chance to choose, you know, among the three proposed names, but had a fourth choice, which was keep the name as is. Uh, if you've looked at that poll, and I did again this morning, um, over 6,000 respondents 
76% of whom say, keep the name we have now. I mean, this this isn't complicated, folks. And um, no, in fact, I think most of the comments I've read on the the poll that was sent to alums and others, people just felt insulted. I mean, everything was forced choice uh, among the three uh, names that that they were floating. I mean, there there was absolutely nothing uh, truly, uh, uh, you know, uh, recruiting, not recruiting, but encouraging uh, open uh, 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 input by the the respondents. So all of this um, just looks like. Um, it, no, it's following uh, exactly the opposite um, ways that you would behave if you truly wanted input. They're not looking for input. They're looking, I think, for two things. They're looking for a rubber stamp, and they're looking to exhaust uh, the students and alums. And, uh, you know, uh, there's a point at which if you exhaust those two audiences, you're not going to have anyone at the university, and you're not going to have any money coming in from the natural source um, of resources. Uh, so, again, we sort of come back to, you know, the the question of a few minutes ago. Um, if If the goal is to shut the university down, you're going in the right direction. If the goal is to... Um, save the university uh, and build once again on its historic strengths, you're doing everything wrong uh, to, to, do, to accomplish either of those things. There seem so, to be an awful um, lot of egos involved, and I find it interesting that the university president has been so quiet on all of this since the fiasco of naming the new name at, what was that, at Convocation, whenever it was. Um, so they've spent the last three weeks in panic mode. So part of the reason they're in this panic mode is because they have to, the 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 deadline to get things on the state legislature, the bill up to, to for them to accept the new name change, uh, that's coming up pretty quick. It m might be March 1st, but it's coming up real fast. So part of this, I think, was a knee-jerk reaction. They had to do something. They did something quickly. And it's 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 an they're 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 crying ugly on their way to the finish line. Well, and and, and that uh, finish line is and, could be the finish line. Right, it could be. In fact, um, and and in uh, instead of. Uh, responding to the complaints by opening the process, uh, they're doing the opposite. Uh, again, one of my high school classmates uh, said she attended uh, a meeting in Jackson in the last several weeks. Um, that was, I guess, a, a you know a regular meeting of the alums down there, and there were. Uh, the president uh, was there and others, and and they were told quite explicitly, any discussion of the name change issue is not on the table at this meeting. Whoa. Now, excuse me. Exactly. Who was I mean, hosting I, this? Uh, the university was hosting it, and the Holy audience shit. were. So they really don't care w what alums. Yeah, exactly. I mean, how on earth can you take the most heated and controversial issue bubbling right now and say we will take no questions on that issue? Uh, again, um, oh, so they just want the, platitudes. Got it. Right. I mean, you know, the the best boat is often with your feet, and if I had been at that luncheon and been instructed that way. I would have gotten up and left. Well, you know, no. you know what this makes me think of, Bernie? 
this smacks of pretty little girls. You don't know what you're talking about anyways. We know best for you. So you need to sit right. down and be quiet. I mean, this yeah, is... Exactly. They're treating the women of the W um, as if this was pre-1844. Yes. And they were, they were chattel again. They were property. You know, they were second class. They were... Children. And just and just like then, there were women who said, yes, that's right, we are. Well, guess what? There are still women today who don't want to, they don't like questions and they don't like you when you ask hard questions or you state facts. So here's a fact right. we, we don't know. The W announced in the newspaper today that Winbridge was the most popular of the three choices. I'm betting you that's going to be the And it got... It got on this uh, Clarion Ledger poll, um, it got, I think, less than 20%. Well, but it says load. there are no numbers. There's just a name. And that's so typical. Right. The last time, everything, we've never gotten numbers. They're not very right. forthcoming with numbers. Yeah, what what I would have asked as a social scientist was, let, let me see the breakdown of the responses for all of these names. And, and by the way, somehow or other, I got to take that survey myself. I don't know how, but I, I was able to access it online. And, um, you know, let us know what the, the number and percentage of respondents that said strongly disagree. Um, because I've read, you know, dozens of people who've taken the survey who said the only response I gave them on the three name changes was strongly disagree. I bet they got so, thrown out. Well, or again, as you say, they're simply not releasing the numbers. Um, they're picking a name that very likely uh, ended up with less than 20% support only because it got more support than the other two. You know, well, None of the above is a choice um, in a free country um, and a, a, an well, open I'm university. You, I'm going to tell you, my experience at the at the W is free speech is not encouraged. Well, you know, the, the if I were the parent of a student right now, the W is giving me lots of reasons not to send my child there. Um, and, uh, you know, the longer this plays out, uh, the more the, uh, the, the, the platitudinous rap that covers, uh, uh, you know, the W is unraveling and it's unraveling faster. And this could be stopped. The, 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 uh, the, collapse of the university could be reversed but again it takes um it takes open and honest discussion it takes listening to the the relevant audiences and acting on their wishes not ignoring their wishes so and, uh, you know so bernie are you aware of how many buildings are are condemned on campus i'm not no. I think they were hit by tornado. I th I'm pretty sure all all the ones that are condemned were hit by tornadoes. Two of them are large dormitories. One of them is Fant, and I can't remember the other one's dorm. Um, but they're right there in the center of campus. They're really close to where the new um, culinary building went in. That they spent quite a. I mean, it's a beautiful culinary building's beautiful. Um, they don't have the enrollment that they thought it would bring. Um, but um, for all the millions they've spent on it, hopefully long term it'll point it'll show up. The other one is at the end of Callaway. I think it. I think it was called Or. It was. It's the old chapel. That's on the west end of the big of King Cannon. Or is it King Cannon? Uh, excuse me, not King Cannon. Uh, Callaway Hall, um, and the whole long front of the building. If you're facing the clock tower, it's the building to the right. And it's a beautiful, it had a stage with a little theater area and a chapel. 
I think that's where that Brightwell uh, stained glass is. But that that chapel and that stage, they didn't tarp it properly or something. So all that wood, everything in there is is destroyed, and it's it's I guess it's going to have to be torn down. But it's it's for as long I've been I've been back in Columbus three years now, almost four. Mm-hmm. And it is still closed and condemned. Uh, and the dormitories are still closed and, and they have holes in the roof. Oh, goodness. And, um, and, and, and I can understand. I mean, there's not been a new dorm built in forever, but what did they do with the money they got from the federal government for the damage? Uh, I know they repaired Callaway and the clock tower and they did do, they did do good preservation work on those front buildings but it's incomplete and i don't understand why and i would well, think you know, as a foundation that would be my priority not renaming right well i'll tell you uh i i certainly hope this gets worked out uh i i, I am reminded that um as beautiful a place as i live uh, there are also bears and mountain lions and my dogs have been going nuts for five minutes oh, outside dear. so are we at a good point where we could close you yes think? we are we are at an excellent point where we can close um okay. Ernie, I want to thank you for coming on and i hope we can continue this conversation and i really appreciate your time and your energy well, I, I appreciate it too. And again, as a as a Possum Town proud son of the W, I hope we can not only save it, but enhance, improve, and expand it. And uh, I agree, I'd be 100%. more than happy to. I'd be more than happy to buy a ticket to Taylor Swift's next concert um, to get the word to her. Um, and Melinda French Gates and everyone else that um, the the W is a jewel that needs to be polished. It doesn't need to be uh, hidden under a condemned basket, which is where it and and a frivolous name change. So I, I'm with you on back. that. All right, good luck back there, and holler at me if I can ever do anything else. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, and I appreciate your time. This is Shannon Evans. Okay. This is Shannon Evans and the Tom Bigby Tales. Until next time.